Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I'm done with all of you and your brattiness. Over it. God damn it. Paula? I'm squeezing my own boobs right now. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. It is the ugly truth. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 184. Ugh, ugh. Hey, that was a good one for you. It was forced, but I mean, I made it happen. I am operating on like hardly any sleep. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I mean, I think, I think last week, oh no, last week I was just annoyed. Today I'm, I'm exhausted. I haven't slept. I feel like I have not slept well in like eight days. It's been really weird. I just cannot get sleep and I was like god I I can almost understand why Michael Jackson put himself into a coma because it's like can I just get eight solid hours right are you even I mean do you I can't last night I slept better the night before which I'll get into in our in-law section but um that was me like I literally got maybe four hours of sleep the night before and it was ridiculous so welcome to the ugly truth. Well, we we never ever do a solid open or close. I don't know what our, we're just not professionals, as you can hear. But welcome to the ugly truth podcast. This is Jamie with her sister, my sister Paula. And uh, <laughs> are we talking oh. in the third person today? Oh, God, Jamie is tired. <laughs> yes. Thank you for the downloads. We're having a great month again. It's very nice. I'm really loving it. And producer Dub is in heaven because he loves numbers and research and it always makes him super happy when he sees you know downloads that are solid and increasing and you know he just loves it so bad so he he makes a point to tell me almost daily <laughs> so thank <laughs> you good. thank you for downloading okay so i have to this just happened and we're going to kind of talk about twitter so i wanted to uh, tell you i know that you are not Paula, I know you're not a Twitter person. It's not your thing. You, I think you're Facebooker, right? You like I'm Facebook? I'm a big, big fan of Facebook. And so I am a big fan of Twitter. So, and the reason is, is it's, it's fast paced and they're, and all my favorite comedians are on there and they're funny. And I think that's why I enjoy it so much. And it's very instantaneous. And someone was giving me shit about following Twitter for like news, but if, you're local and you follow local news people, they tend to tweet before they even post on Facebook or their own news websites. So it's like you can get literally it happened, just happened. And when you have people who commute or you, you know, you have lots of kids in school, you want to kind of know what's going on in your community very quickly. Twitter is actually a really great resource for that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so there is a show called At Midnight. It's, I believe, on Comedy oh, Central. Yeah, I, I follow him on Twitter. Okay. He does this thing every, it's like Tuesday through Thursday, they do hashtag wars, mm-hmm. where they give you a, 
a sub a, a hashtag and then they then you have to create something really funny and if you're one of the lucky ones he will give you points he'll retweet and give you points that's the whole point now the the show is they have three very good comedians on there who do this like on the fly which to me it's like that would be so stressful trying to come up with something funny right literally on the fly like there's no time to prepare so i i always admire those people who do that it's like Jeopardy style, isn't it? Almost, but it's like okay, uh, you know, uh, funny rappers, and then all of a sudden they're like uh uh uh, and they're standing there trying to right. think of something funny using the word onion. Or yeah, something I mean, like it's that. just hashtag wars. It's right. one of the funnest things on Twitter to me. It's one of the better parts of Twitter. Yeah, and so I participate in the hashtag wars. I've been doing it for almost two years, I think, because I can come up with something funny if I'm laying in bed, you know, at around eleven, trying to figure out pithy dialogue in my room right so last night because of halloween they did uh i think they did this last year too for halloween it's a hashtag scary story in five words and there's been you know and of course everybody's doing you know trump is president and all these other ridiculous ones but the funny ones are the ones that they'll retweet so i did like i don't know six or seven and i was getting a couple of likes here and there but you know we're low ball you know we're low key we don't have we're not popular Uh anyway so (laughs) and daryl's out of town he's in la uh, until tonight and so I'm sitting there watching Family Guy and I'm playing Hashtag Wars and I look at my phone and all of a sudden I'm like, why do I have so many notifications on Twitter? So I look at it again and Midnight retweeted one of my hashtags. Whoa. And it was the last one they did for the night. So it's at the top of their feed. Okay, so all of a sudden I see Midnight retweeted your tweet. I was like, what? So I look at it and the one that he retweeted was accidentally liked X's wedding photo because it was the scary story in five words. And I thought, that's terrifying. (laughs) It's terrifying. I mean, have you ever, I have accidentally friend requested old boyfriends. I've accidentally liked their photos on Instagram. You know, I mean, you, it just, sometimes your fingers just have a mind of their own and you just do shit and you're like, no, oh my God, you know? Yeah, really? You're stalking someone you used to date and you know, you like a photo from like 2009. in the oh depths of their Facebook. Yeah, really. That's the worst. Like, cause your finger accidentally like twitches Brushed or something and over. it taps oh. That's why I make sure when I'm scrolling, I'm like scrolling dead center, like away right. from any buttons or anything. Any likes, any, anything. Exactly. And so I'm like, well, I, that's happened to me and I've always been terrified. <laughs> it's always terrifying. That is like, so funny. Well, that is awesome. I know. So as of, t- as of now, today, this morning, uh, the next morning, I was looking and I have had 31 retweets and 238 likes. Wow. And I'm still and it's still going on. Now, I realize for you celebs who listen, this is nothing. These are crumbs to you, but because we're <laughs> nobody, it's a big deal to That's me. It's a big deal. And I told Daryl, I'm like, "Well, I mean, I've been playing this hashtag game for with Midnight, you know, the Midnight hashtag game for like 2 years and I feel like, okay, so I got the retweet. That's the whole goal of the game is to get retweeted. I won, right? (laughs) What did I win? 238 likes. That's what I won. So it's like, did I win Twitter? Am I done? Do I, what do I do? You know, it's like I've accomplished my goal. So it's cool though. Very, very cool. It was really exciting. So I woke up there. I'm like, oh my God. 
won. <laughs> well, that just means, no, what that means is you just won the internet for the day. For the moment, <laughs> not for even the day. the day. But anyway, it's so it's like my phone still, you know, and of course, I don't know how to turn off notifications or anything. So my phone literally went off. It sounded like a jackpot, like you won the nickel slots. It was like, delete, 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 delete. I was like, man, no wonder these celebs have handlers. They don't want to deal with this crap. I yeah, mean, my really? God, no sounds on your phone, no notifications. You just like throw something out there. If you have, you know, half a million or three million followers or whatever it is, you say one thing and you've got 10,000 likes. It's like your phone would never end. It would be crazy. And so well, they like, must oh. just turn off all notifications. I know. I'm sure they do. And I think there's apps to kind of filter your tweets, like responses and stuff. I think there's a way to like wade through all the crap to get to. Yeah, there's probably platforms. Yeah, I don't know what they are because, you know, we're not that popular. (laughs) But you never know. So, hey, follow me on Twitter. Follow uh, follow Paula on Twitter. All of our stuff is on our Facebook page. So, ugly truth. You never know. Yeah, my Facebook page is everything I post is totally public. So, I mean, even if you just follow me, then you'll you'll get to Mm -hmm. see all of my random posts. I just keep waiting for the blue check mark to make me, you know, official. <laughs> yeah, I don't From even know what thing. that is. Like, well, I think you kind of have to be, you know. Do you have to have like figure. so many followers or something like no, that? No, I or? think you have to just be a public figure. I mean, you have to be someone who's quite known. Maybe you have to have an IMDb or something. I'm not really sure. I, but. Yeah, I don't really know what that what that takes. Or maybe you have to have like a public figure page or something. Maybe I, really know. I know that um, no one no one gets to decide. Twitter decides. So they have a lot of power in those little offices. Well, Facebook has the same thing. So right, right. The verification the... check, whatever. I that could care is. less if I have a blue check mark. Oh, please! I know who Are I you am. Kidding? I, exactly. I don't. I don't need to be verified by anyone. I'm ver. I'm verification. If you meet me, you know. Okay, <laughs> that's all there is to it. I am who I am. Yes. Okay, Popeye. It's true. So the other thing is okay. So I had read yesterday morning-ish that there was some trouble in paradise with mariah carey and her billionaire boyfriend i don't know what his name is do you know uh, it something is? parker isn't it? okay parker whatever sounds typical billionaire yeah i had read that they have not spoken in over a month oh and that they are hopeful they can work things out and i'm like all right well that was on people.com and i it was just trending on twitter so i had read it and i was like all right well I had replied to Stephanie, our other sister, who is like the, a psychic when it comes to celebrity relationships. For some reason, she just sees something. I think she reads body language and photos or whatever. I'm not sure. But yeah, she's really. really good at it. And she's got a pretty good record. And I tweeted her because I remember, oh God, it could have been almost a year ago. And she's like, it's never going to happen. They're never getting married. It's it's all a, it's all a ruse. And I said, what? She goes, yeah, it's not going to happen. And I was like, well, I believe her because, first of all, she's a huge fan of Mariah Carey. And second, she has a thing about relationships. Yeah, so then this morning I read that it's over. And now all of this dirty laundry is coming out, of course, because that's the new thing. Oh, apparently. yeah. It's, it's horribly hostile from what I'm reading. It's aggressively hostile. Jealousy you know lesbian relationships oh he's he's boy toy relationships he's violent he's got mental health issues yeah he's mentally you know. unstable and i'm like well okay uh now she's demanding 50 million dollars from him for that? her for her troubles <laughs> i i read that and i said that can't be real 
she doesn't need it. She doesn't need the money. Is she just trying to hurt him? Like, I don't get it. No, I think she's just trying to, you know, get her, her, I guess she thinks she's worth 50 million. I I don't really know, but I'm. (laughs) For what though? Spending? I mean, I'm just trying to like, what are we getting reimbursed for? That's the thing. I I don't recall when people break up, I don't recall people getting reimbursed for their troubles. I mean, I've heard of, you know, demands for gifts to be returned on the low level. Like, I bought you that candle. I want it back. She's got like a uh, a million dollar ring that right, I'm hoping right. that she'll return to him because you know that's not not hers to keep. She but... doesn't want it. She he he doesn't want it either. I mean, it's that's probably chump change to him. To be honest, well, I was gonna say when you're dealing with billionaires, Mariah Carey is not exactly struggling financially. No, she's not. The reality is is that she probably bought her own ring. I mean, she bought her first one. Why wouldn't she buy the second one? She knows what she likes, right? She's like, well, you know what? I'll go ahead and get what I like. Yeah, that's She probably wouldn't go around. She probably picked it out and he just paid for it. I don't... You know what? You and I do not understand that level of wealth. There aren't too many. And I doubt there's anyone listening to the show who understands that level of wealth. Yeah, that's probably true. We don't really get it. Well, you know, what you fail to realize is actually Mariah listens to this podcast. So... (laughs) Team Mariah, we're all lambs here. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see, Mariah. Hopefully you'll bounce back with some hot little dancer and, you know. I don't know. Move on with your life. Get your life together. Okay, so really quick before we go into your anxieties, I had my own anxieties. First of all, you know, as we discussed last week, um, producer Deb had a security <laughs> system installed. Yes, we were all uh, very, throughout the whole episode, thoroughly aware of the, the ins and outs of what was going on. <laughs> By the way, I didn't obviously hadn't talked, haven't talked to you about that whole situation, how it ended. The guy was here till like almost two o'clock. Because Shut up. he and Daryl became friends. That's what happened. They became friends. And he goes, well, it was my fault. I go, why was it your fault? And he said, because I go, I know why. Because you kept asking him questions. And they started bonding over routers and speed tests and how he wired his house because he was tired of, you know, Wi-Fi and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Whatever. I was busy doing my thing anyway. It didn't matter to me. But here's the thing. When I was talking to you, did you have a mental image of what this guy looked like by any chance? I don't know. I just assumed he was like 22 and, you know. Really, really nice. Very, very hip and cool and totally into the every, you know, knew everything. Really friendly. Dad with girls and, you know, really in a wife that he absolutely loves. And, mm-hmm. of course, I know all of this mm-hmm. because he was at our house for eight hours. Right. Because he and Daryl were bonding over everything. So I'm, anyway, I'm surprised you guys didn't ask him to stay for dinner. <laughs> well, I actually it was funny when he finally left. He goes, God, he finally left. I go, really, really? You're going to blame the poor man who was here till two o'clock in the afternoon on him? Seriously. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he had other jobs to do today. He yeah, you probably lunch. just extended his day by like four <laughs> hours. Not only that, I go, you didn't offer him anything to drink. You didn't offer him food. He didn't offer him a thing to drink? <laughs> actually, I did find a, a, a water bottle, actually. I did find a water bottle, so I'm assuming he gave him a bottle of water. But I'm like... You you can't have servants. You don't understand the help. You can't treat them like that. Jeez. Did he let him know where the bathroom was if he had, you know? (laughs) 
if you happen to have to urinate after yes. the bottle of water <laughs> my god the little bottle of water he probably went out to the truck and peed in a bottle because he had to go <laughs> right so anyway we had to be trained because it's it's quite extensive and it's all digital it's very te- techy it's techy techy so i'm sure you understand none of this oh my god i I'm like, okay, I'm pretending it, it's so funny. I felt like it was in math class and I'm God. like nodding my head and thinking, you know, letting him know that I totally understand. And I'm like, I don't understand anything you're saying. <laughs> I had to download an app so that I could dis- I could uh, dismantle or not dismantle, but um, disarm. disarm the alarm from my phone. We get text messages whenever a door opens. Because if, if the alarm is on, if the security system is active and someone opens a door, I get a text message. So in my mind, I'm going, okay, okay, never going to use this during the day. Never going to have the security system on. So you on. basically just wasted all this money getting this. No. And you're never going to use it. No, actually, it wasn't wasted. We, Like I told you, we're actually paying less a month now with this security system. So we have... It's everything is connected and it's it is really cool. And Daryl is just so erect about it. I mean, he is in <laughs> heaven. He loves it. He loves the idea of having everything high techie techie. He loves it. And so he's excited and he's showing us everything. And, you know, Daryl has it down already. He's like, OK, da, 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 you know, and so then it's time to arm it. And so the first night, you know, we do it and we're like, well, here we go. And see, the thing with security systems is that if you screw it up and something triggers it, cops are going to come barreling into your house. Oh, that happened when I used to have a security alarm. Yeah, it's not, there's no in between. Like, they're not going to just call you and say, hey, did you do that? You know, because there's a murderer in your house. Don't you get like a 15 second window? There are three there are three types of settings you can do and the the third setting is like the most extreme where everything's completely locked down even a dog can trigger the right. sensor. So yeah. when that happens there's zero. There's like yes. 30 seconds maybe but you can't even disarm it. Yeah. It's done. So anyway, but you have like 2 minutes when when it's the everyday one. Right. So Daryl, you know, and one of the reasons, like I said, Daryl goes out of town quite a bit. And so it feels nice to have some yeah. idea. So anyway, so last night I'm like, OK, well, I guess I have to set the alarm. You know, I've set the set the system up. So I'm like, here we go. <laughs> it's so nerve wracking. Now, it was pouring down rain. Normally, we would let the dogs in, but Bodega decided to be sick. And so he's making these really weird noises and he ran outside and was laying down in the rain because he ate something that didn't agree with him. Oh, no. He refused to come in. I'm like, okay, enjoy the rain, Arctic dog, because he can't even feel it. He can't feel it anyway. So and he has a doghouse. So, you know, and Sonny's looking at me like, you're not expecting me to go out there, are you? Right. (laughs) No, Sonny. You can stay in. You stupid little dog. You get to sleep in front of the fireplace. But he's old, so I let him. So I shut everything down. We have all these cats, right? Yeah. When it's raining, I mean, that's like, you you wouldn't put a baby out in the rain. No. Cats Cats feel the same way. Of course. So we have this really old cat, Angelica Pickles, who is fat and lazy and doesn't do anything with her life until we all go to bed we go to bed and she decides to get out of her basket waddle down the stairs shit on the floor somewhere and then eat all the food 
in the garage and drink. Well, because of the security system, we lock all the doors now. You can't leave doors just open for them to wander in and out. Right. And I did not bring the food in. So for four hours, this cat was scratching at all of our doors because it needed to eat. And no one would do it. We're like, fuck you, Angelica. No. We were all really (laughs) mad. So ultimately, I threw a lotion, a bottle of lotion at her and she stopped. Finally, she got the hint that no one was going to assist her in, you know, dumping food down her gullet in the middle of the night. And so I'm laying there going, why do we have this security? I mean, now I feel like this is more anxiety inducing than and I'm not restful because of this thing. You know, it's like I don't know what I don't know what to do. It's the animals, though. It's the animals. It's not because I can't just open the door and throw her out. Because the alarm will go off. Right. So anyway, I'm well, just... Well, you could dis- you could disarm it and then do what you have to do and then rearm it. That's a lot of work for three in the morning, Paula. I mean, honestly, <laughs> would you do that? Would you want to do all of that? I guess... Well, uh, here's the thing. The, the alarm we had at our old house mm-hmm. was is that it only armed the doors. And mm. so... What we would do is, is we would punch in the code on our wall. It would disarm the doors. We would go outside, do whatever it is that we had to do. And then we'd come back inside and then we'd arm the doors. And then we also had a clicker like on our keychains. Yeah. So we could arm the doors from the clicker. And Uh, so if we forgot to like arm the panel from inside the the house, right? then we could just do it from there. And then it also had a panic button. So that way, if yeah, we have that too on our keychain, and mm-hmm. so, and then we got to decide if there were certain doors in the house that we wanted. Um, like there were two doors in the house that we decided that we wanted, like a fifteen second like window where if they were opened, that that we didn't want the automatic signal sent to the police or like the automatic oh. alarm. Okay, yeah, we don't have that option. So we had that option. But then we had the back door at our old house that was to the backyard, which was also right by the pool, that if that one went went off, it just blared the alarm automatically. Oh, oh, you had a big alarm. We were afraid if the kids, like, accidentally opened the back door, we wanted to hear the (laughs) alarm automatically. So these alarms were more or less to alert us. Us, you. In the house. And then, and and it also armed the windows. So that way, if someone broke a window, opened a window, the alarms would all automatically go off. Or if the doors, that, that, Mm -hmm. then then the alarms would go off. And then the only, we only had one bad incident was I took the kids to the park across the street from our old house Mm-hmm. And I had put my keys in my pocket. And oh, no. um, what happened was is one of the keys had pressed the panic button. Oops. And um, when we were coming back from the park, a police car had rolled up to the house. They said, you hit your panic. They're like, did somebody hit, you know, hit a panic button? So they had to come in and look, search the house. Oh, well, that's not a and bad so, idea, though. Well, it wasn't bad, but I had told them, I'm like, I, I must have hit my panic button. They're like, well, just as protocol, we have to come in and, you know, do yeah. a walk through the house. And then they said that one time is OK, but they said another time, then there's a fee. Yeah, they, they start charging you a fine. They do. I, we had to fill out a, a license 
or like a permit. Yeah, you have to get you have to right. have one of those. So we did that, and then they the guys like basically you have to do that so that if there's a bunch of false alarms, they know who to send the bill to. It, that's what that's it why is. they do it, and we're like, oh, all right, cool. And so you know, I my guess is that that's never going to happen. Probably not. But I I think it'll be fine. It's just unfortunately, you know, because of the weather and then the security system and not wanting to get up again and deal with disarming it and throwing the cats out in the rain and then having them howl all night. It's like, okay, I we've got to come to a happy medium here. And I know I didn't think it through. I was so tired. I was so tired. Yeah. You know, what with all of my Twitter fame and then the alarms <laughs> and the cats. It's like my life is just crazy. <laughs> So anyway, You're so funny. So speaking of crazy, you had essentially warned me that your in-laws were coming for a couple of weeks and I believe yes. they arrived this week. They did. So you don't hate your in-laws though. No, no, I definitely do not hate my in-laws. No, it's so yeah. this last I would say and I I can't I don't even know why this has been happening, but I would say this the previous week my in-laws finally arrived. They flew in from Oklahoma. That's where they live. And um, so the previous two weeks, I kept thinking I was getting ready to start my period because okay. I have been like emotional. I have been a raging bitch. I have been <laughs> extremely short. I have been scatterbrained. I have been... You're you know, PMSing. I, I just felt like I had a horrible PMS. I have not been able to sleep very well. You know, no energy. Right. But I just, I just have been a mess. I have been okay. an absolute mess. And Victor's just like, what is wrong with you? And I said, I think I am just really stressed out about your parents getting here. And the thing is, it's not so much about his parents coming here. Mm -hmm. It's just that once his parents are here, there is just an abundance of family activities that transpire when they are here. I'm with you on that. When you have talked to me before in the past when they come, it's like the world has to shut down and it's a family reunion from dawn till dusk and even into the wee hours of the morning, depending on what the activity is. Almost like it is every day. That's that's overwhelming, you know? It is overwhelming. Yeah. And so Here's the thing about my in-laws is, is it, well, it's not just my in-laws. It's about Victor's entire side of the family. Basically, the way that Victor was raised is an extremely traditional family. Mm -hmm. Men are head of the households. The man works. The, the women stay home. They are extremely submissive. They raise the children. They cook the, they cook the meals. The man's opinion is really the only one that matters. You know, women don't have much to say. Are you uh, trying to sell me on this? Because no, so far, no, 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 I'm no, 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 no. I'm not selling you. I'm saying this is how. Okay, so anyway, this is so how the what family they do, operates. They expect you to behave this way. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying this is how it is, and right. so I would struggle. <laughs> not to mention that they are extremely political, right? And they are very far right. That's a very stressful timeline i i for, would be well with for you. people like us that yes. is very difficult and so you know i can go with the flow for 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 a point but i'm not a big fan of people any people 
trying to make me feel like this is your role this is why you have a vagina so therefore this is what we expect of you don't even try to break out of that role because then you will be shunned well they don't try and you know put me in a box at all they've learned already (laughs) you know no they they don't try and you know put these expectations on me but you know the thing is, is when you get 20 of them together yeah. that all are like minded, you know, right. there's there's a big freedom to have these discussions and, you know, these and opinions. They're very, and, and they're very frightening sometimes. You know, and so then you've got the one low person like me who's the opinionated Democrat, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, the opposite Uh-oh. of everything they stand for. But I mean, I've learned that, you know, I'm I'm fine just keeping to myself and not saying anything because here's the other thing. And this is something that you and I have talked about, you Mm. know, it's off the show a million times is for whatever reason, people somehow believe that when one person says something, Mm -hmm. it is somehow a reflection on the couple. And I don't get that. You know, that's true. That is true. People don't view a person as an individual. So if I say something, they're mm-hmm. automatically going to see that as a reflection on Victor. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do anything like that to him. You know, they well, don't see they don't see it as Paula talking. They see well, it what as about like when Victor says something offensive. I mean, well, then they'll look at it the as, as they'll look at as Victor. But if I oh, say something, I see. so the rules are different for you, right? But if I yes. say something, they're automatically going to see like you know Victor yeah. has a problem. <laughs> so you know, so it's like I totally get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I also think that these f- familial expectations, where you know we're required to participate, and it's like it's the same problem you have with the school. You're not required to buy literally everything they right. throw at you, and it's kind of it's hard. Because it it creates a little bit of stress for the spouse, but it's like, look, at the end of the day, you're going to have a way better time if you get to go and just be, you know, I mean, and that's the truth. But I, I know that, you know, I know who I'm talking to. And that's just not the way you're going to do it. (laughs) So now you've got weeks of anxiety (laughs) leading up to this visit because you don't what? (laughs) Because you don't know what's going to happen. Well, I think what it is, is it's just, like I said, they're really great people. They're nice people. They've never tried to, you know, intentionally, you know, cause harm or offend or anything like that. I mean, they're just, they're just being themselves. Exactly. You know, that's all it is. And it's, it's just, we just, we just view things differently is, is all it is. I respect that. They don't persecute me or anything like that. No, that's all I'm saying. They would never do that. I mean, they completely respect me. No, no, I I wasn't saying they wouldn't. What I'm saying is that I'm with you. It's like, they're good people. They have their beliefs. End of discussion. You're just the, the black sheep. The biggest anxiety I have actually is for myself is I just am afraid that I will reach a point where I just can't control myself anymore. That's my biggest fear. And you're like, that's it. I've had it. And that's the problem I have is because I don't want to ruin anything for Victor because I I don't want to let yes. my tongue get in the way that would create <laughs> yes a scene or well, create an issue right that would ruin Victor's good time with his parents because and I would be lying if I said that didn't happen before I understand and so I that's get it. my biggest thing is that I've I told myself I wasn't gonna do it again and so. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, have you ever tried to just put your foot down and say, Victor, I'm not going to this? Well, I mean, I I have, but the thing is, is I have no good reason because I just Why have... Why do you need a good reason? I have to... Jamie, I mean... What's my reason? That I just can't control myself? I no, mean, you don't want to go. I, I don't. Why? Do, nobody needs a reason to, well, to make the, a choice. Here's the other thing, too, is, is that, you know, my kids are going to go to these, you know, events. I need to be able to be there. Sure. To, you know, make sure that everything is on the up and up. I Agreed. just, that's just how I feel, too. So mm-hmm. anyways, I mean, the point is, is that it's a lot of anxiety induced I, it, I, I can hear it. I'm a control freak, too. Yes. And so I need to make sure that I'm I'm keeping an eye on my kids. Well, that's the most important You know, thing. I'm being participated because if I didn't go, I think it would hurt people's feelings because they'd be like, well, why doesn't Paula want to be here with us or what's going on? And so the plan is, is we're supposedly going to San Francisco on Sunday. Wow. Then we're also going to be spending Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with them. Whew possibly Sunday afternoon doing like lunch or something like that. But we'll see. That's a lot. Well, Monday, Monday's Halloween. Yes. So we're going to do trick or treating and everything like that. Mm, I mean, and it's all going to be like group type events. Right. That's a um, lot though. That's a, that's a lot of plans. It's definitely a lot. It's definitely opportunity to, you know, for things to go to, to take a turn. But, um, Every family's different, obviously. Well, everybody has their own reasons as to why they want yes. them on certain days because, you yes. know, Victor, he can't get certain days off. So that's why, he, because his work sc- schedule is so rigid. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to get him on certain days. And then his brother, who's a deputy, he couldn't get certain days off. So he wanted him on certain days. Then his sister, she could get certain time off, but her boyfriend, who is um, a musician, he could only have certain time off. So she wanted her parents while her boyfriend was off. And so, oh, you know, it's God. just and, rubbing and my eyes. It, it, it was it was not. Good. So, I mean, you know, Can't eventually you just do- everyone <laughs> got in a screaming match and it was oh, just for like, God's sake. It w- and. What what was I mean, like? Can't we just have like one big family dinner somewhere, and then a bre- and, and then a breakfast, and then just be done with it? Well, you I know mean- what the worst part about it was is is that the only reason why Victor got in the middle of it was because he was the one that initially made the call and said, "Okay, we need to figure out a schedule when Mom and Dad oh, get here." Great, and thanks so for stirring the pot. He started calling everyone to try oh. and figure out who had what days off, and then eventually everyone's just started getting mad at him because he was trying to coordinate. And well, and I said, "Well, that's what you get." I'm like, "No that's good deed goes un- no no good deed goes unpunished." I wouldn't. <laughs> so, I don't think anyone's considering it a good deed you know, for that's the trying trying to for, schedule. But yeah, scheduling, it, especially with family, that's like trying to herd cats. It's, it's not worth it. It was just such a nightmare, and and well, it's still. I mean, all the little jabs are still coming up because yeah, you know, know we're supposed to be going to San Francisco on Sunday, and the you know they're just like, "Oh, that works," but so and so can't be there, and you know, Ugh. well. Gag. It's just like, well, there's no perfect day where everybody's going to be somewhere on. You know what I would be like? Day. You know what? So and so and me will not be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with all of you and your brattiness. <laughs> I know. Over it. God damn it. That's pretty funny, though, that, you know, regardless of what family it is, some things just never change. You know. Well, and you know, what's funny is if this was going down in our family, like if Allison was trying to coordinate, I'd be oh. like, you know what? You're on your own. 
call me if you guys want to do anything. Just let me know because oh, I'm out. Completely. None of us would be going nowhere. <laughs> They'd mom, like, mom would be going to San Francisco by herself. By herself. She'd be like, well, what happened? Now would be like, oh, I don't know. But no one, everyone's lost interest. We've all moved on. You know or, where we live. Or we'd all show up Sunday with our sunglasses on in Starbucks and be like, all right, are we we'd doing like, this or what? It's like, who's driving? I'll drive. No, you are no, not driving. No, it's not Allison. Allison. Fine. <laughs> You're not driving. Stephanie, Uber. you drive. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free, so we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Hi, Hugs. Music is a necessity. The Amazon Tap is a small portable speaker that is Bluetooth and Wi-Fi enabled, which means you can stream music or your favorite podcasts from services like iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or iTunes. So click through our Ugly Mall and buy one. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so speaking of nightmares, I want to go through this dream because I'm luckily, not luckily, but you know, I have really weird dreams. Yes. And I don't know why, but I do. And I found this really cool website that I use because it's kind of based in psychology. And so I, I like it to interpret why, why I dream what I dream. And you told me that you have been dreaming repeatedly recently the same dream. And so yeah. I thought we would go through these reasons why maybe we're dreaming about these things. Now, my dreams are quite vivid, always have been. The other night... I had a dream that I saw a white rat and it was Ooh. running around and I caught it Whoa. and it was squiggling in my hand and it was freaking me out. But I wasn't like, it wasn't biting me or anything, but I was holding on to it. And I remember looking at Daryl going, should I break its neck? Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. It's like, what do you do with a rat? If I put it down, it's going to attack me because, you know, rats are horrible. But it was a dream. But I remember feeling the fur and feeling it wiggling in my hand. That is and it was so this big weird. White rat. It was weird. So I'm like, well, there's got to be. I'm sure there's something about yeah. rats. So I looked it up and there is a very, very specific thing I found. If you see a white rat in your dream, then it means that you will receive help from an unexpected source. Really? To dream that you catch a rat with your bare hands indicates that you're not letting greed, jealousy, betrayal, or some other negativity get the best of you. Is that not bizarre? So I wonder if Daryl's going to get like a bonus or something. Well, that wouldn't be unexpected, but it, it's and it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean financial help, but it, it's like, how bizarre is that? That is really weird. That is I so know. bizarre and that I, you so, would like so specifically <laughs> dream about something like that. I know. And so I'm sitting there going, why? Well, and I don't ever try to like rack my brain because it's kind of like if you read a horoscope and you can go, oh, well, that you can apply that to anything, you know. When did you dream that? Like a week ago. And so I'm like, well, maybe... And then oh, maybe the midnight retweet is my unexpected source of help. No, you that's never not know. it. I wonder if it's the <laughs> no. alarm system. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> You're all, no, that can't be it. No, that's not bringing me any kind of anything. Well, you never know, though, because what if something happens and the alarm helps you? 
perhaps. But then the other thing is catching it is not letting these negative these negative things get the best of me. And I'm like, what negativity am I feeling? I'm not really sure. So anyway, I just found it really, really interesting that I had such a very specific dream about this. That is really cool. I know. I know. Okay. And then you said that you've been having... Now, what was your dream again? I would say in the last two weeks, probably since I've been having so much anxiety about my in-laws coming, yes. I've been... I have probably dreamt at least two, if not three times that my teeth are falling out. Oh, okay. So it says here to dream that your teeth has fallen out. And are you trying to put them back in your mouth? I realize they're falling out. So I put my hands in my mouth and I'm like holding them like, oh my gosh, my teeth are falling out. Okay. So you're trying to refit them back into your mouth signifies a lack of self-confidence and embarrassment. You're afraid that others will know of your shortcomings. If you act acted calmly in your dream, then it may point to how can make the best out of any situation. Okay. So if you were calmly putting back in, that means that you can make the best out of any situation. You're able to rise above unfavorable circumstances to dream that you're pulling out your teeth, but you're not right. No. Okay. No, uh, I definitely, they're definitely falling out. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God, my teeth are falling out. Yeah. So that's what it is. Well, I mean, this, this has to be about the family coming. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm afraid it. that I'm going to say something horrible and that I'm You have gonna... no self-confidence and you're embarrassed. That's yeah. That's really sad. But it also indicates that you're able to rise above unfavorable circumstances. That's so... if I, if I'm calmly letting them fall out, but no, I'm not. No, no. If you're calmly responding, if you're acting calmly in the dream of the teeth falling out if you're not freaking oh my god if you're just like going oh god okay and you're holding them in and you're like you know that well means i mean i'm not like running around or anything i'm just like putting my hands back up against my mouth and i'm just like oh my god my teeth are falling out yeah <laughs> so i i think there's a little bit of an underlying positivity to that to me it seems that you can rise above unfavorable circumstances so hopefully you know, you'll rise above anything unfavorable during this time. This will tell. Time. I guess we'll be able to uh, stay tuned to next week to see if Paula's actually put her foot in her mouth then. Or something. No kidding. Okay, well, let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. I've told you about our new friend in the apartment complex named Steve. Have I told you about Steve? I don't think you have. So Steve, he's an older gentleman in the apartment complex. He's a veteran and he's a double amputee. So he cruises around in his wheelchair. Awesome. He's a super nice guy and we've got to know him and his son, Steve Jr., who (laughs) comes to visit. And so we call him the Steve's. Oh, Victor and I, we go talk to Steve sometimes. But then um, the other day I was outside talking to Steve as I was getting ready to leave to pick up the kids from school. And I don't know what we got on the subject about, but we were chit chatting about politics and stuff like that. And Mm. he was saying how he started talking about Bill Clinton. And he's just like, yeah, the funniest thing ever is when they were trying to impeach him. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, yeah, for getting a blowjob, huh? And <laughs> he just kind of started giggling. And then he's like, yeah, he's like when they were introducing into evidence the blue dress. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like the blue dress. <laughs> oh, yeah. The blue dress. Did you not know? Well, I remember the blue dress, but I I, I just remember it had like a stain or something on it. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I couldn't like really, I didn't, I was young at that time. Well, you yeah, know? that was a long time ago. I was only, I think I was only in like seventh or eighth grade. Right, so so I, I don't, you know? I right. don't think I really, I thought for some reason it was just like, I thought they had sex when she was wearing the blue dress. So I didn't really pinpoint what actually what occurred okay. was on, I thought it was just like from them having sex or something. Okay. And so his son said something like, didn't they test his DNA on that? Mm. And he's like, yeah, I believe she had spit something out or something like that. And I'm like, spit it out. <laughs> so because oh, I, I, I was I kind of was like dumbfounded and I'm like, spit it out. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I guess she wasn't raised right. <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> so they both kind of just looked at me. Wow. <laughs> so <sighs> the what the son kind of started busting up laughing and then Steve Sr. just kind of like wheeled forward a little bit in his wheelchair. Oh, no. Did you realize what you were saying? Well, I did once I realized what I said, but I was like half processing and then oh, half like, you know, making wow. a joke. And then Steve Senior is like, I'm going to go inside and work on some papers. Wow, Paula. So- uh, you win. Um, you win this week. 10,000 points. But I was, it was one of those moments where I was just like, after I said it, I was like, wow, well, that was probably too far. Uh, especially considering that you probably didn't even realize what you were saying when you said it. No, I knew what I was saying because I was just like shocked. That she was spitting sperm like, out and that well, she was Well, that's what I realized. Right? That's what the stain on the dress was. So I was oh, like half realizing that she was spit out her DNA. But then I'm just like, wait, she gave him a blowjob and she spit it out? And I'm just oh, like, well, Paula. that's just not being raised correctly, you know? Oh, and my so God. It just, what is, it, it all went wrong. What happened to you? What has happened to you? It all went wrong. That's the whole thing. It was just a series of unfortunate events. You know what? This is what happens when we have when you have no filter and you just say <laughs> things that come into your brain. Others it, don't have that problem like we do, but you you and I, well, all four of us actually. Those are the things that you keep in your brain and you say something else. <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke. That's all I was trying oh, to do. Oh, you you definitely did. But I mean, his son started laughing and Well, so, of course he did. It was funny. Then Steve Senior, I don't think Steve Senior was offended. I think he was just a little shocked and then he yeah. just wheeled off and went inside <laughs> his house. And so Man. anyways, that was that was my ugly moment. It, it was, it was awkward. ugly, maybe a little awkward. Oh, but. well, I mean, maybe you're not fully understanding the magnitude of the awkward I moment. I get what I was saying, but hey, they were the one that brought up the whole subject. So, I mean, you know, if you're going to go there. It sounds like you were trying to clarify why he was impeached. They were just saying he was getting, he got impeached. And you're like, oh, yeah, for the blowjob. <laughs> God. <laughs> You were just determined to mention penis in front of these two men. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I do not know. Maybe that's why your teeth were falling out. It could be. So then I told, just to, you know, clear my, absolve myself of any punishment. (laughs) I told Victor when he got home and he's just like, Paula. (laughs) So why would you do? Because, you know, Victor's like Mm -hmm. my, my minister. I, you know. Paula, I confess. You need, you need I, to find a new church. I confess Jesus all my sins. Fucking sin. Christ! Don't you tell Daryl when you do bad things? He's usually a witness to it, but <laughs> I don't need a moral compass from my man. 
No, I don't need a moral compass necessarily. I just like tell him so that compass? way. Moral compass? No, if, a if, moral compass. Immoral compass. <laughs> Jeez. You need to stop talking. Stop talking. That's usually. No, anyway, so that, yes, that was, I, I'm sorry that you don't understand that that was an awkward moment. <laughs> it, well, it kind of was. It was probably both, but. Totally. Absolutely. Tell All me right, about well, your catnip. Uh, okay. So, you know. Mackenzie has this new cat, Baxter, that's invaded our lives. And we all love him very much. So Baxter is, he's a wild thing because he's like three months old or four months old now. And he's really fun and he's cute. Yesterday, Daryl left for LA and it was, he left pretty early. And so I was awake drinking coffee in bed. He brought me coffee. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there. Well, Baxter comes running in and he... I don't let him on the bed because he had peed on my bed once. Oh. And so I'm I'm a little gun shy about it. I mean, it was a lot. It was like when he first got here. Right. But it's still I'm like, get off. You're going to pee. And I don't want to deal with that again. So I was adjusting. I was sitting in bed now. I sleep naked. Okay. I just do. And so um, I was adjusting the sheet and I pulled the sheet up uh, t- to kind of cover myself because I was drinking my coffee and the cat saw that as an opportunity to attack because he thought the sheet was like a toy because everything's playful to him right now (laughs) everything and so he lunged with his big paws and swiped at the sheet and in the process swiped my nipple ow and i'm saying i'm telling you his claw got in the nipple hole Ow! it was the most painful thing Outside of childbirth, and a, and I mean, even a root canal wasn't this painful. I'm squeezing my own boobs right now. <laughs> Paula, I was bleeding. Oh my god! I was like, I was like, ow! I mean, I was like, what the fuck? I was so, I was so shocked by the pain, the searing pain. God. So I look down, and I'm like, there's, there's blood. There's nip blood. I can't believe it. And I'm like, get out! You know, I was so Jeez. pissed. And the thing is, is when he hurts you, because he's scratched, he's scratched before, uh, not not the boob. He like gets really submissive. Talk about submissive. Aww. He gets like he stops. He's like a dog. He yeah, like knows that, that he's he's crossed a line. So I pick him up, and you know he's small, and I wouldn't, I don't harm animals, and so I pick no. him up and I throw him out of my room. And I shut the door and I look down. I'm like, well, isn't this something? Did you tell Daryl? Immediately, he was Ubering to the airport, and I go, "My nip is a bleeding." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "My one good nipple." I guess I have another one that's kind of weird. Oh, you know? it couldn't have been the dead nipple, huh? No, it couldn't be the dead nipple. It had to be the normal, healthy, beautiful nipple. And so I'm like, "I'm bleeding," and it hurts. Ow. And it hurts today. It hurts today. And, I, and then I started thinking, God, you know, am I going to get like an infection? Because you know, cats have. Filthy. And you know when cats scratch, they have like dander on their claws. Yeah. So, because I mean, you know, even if you get like a regular scratch on your skin, it gets yeah. like puffy and kind of raised. Yes, because they have like practically have venom on their oh, paws. Oh god! So I showered and what you are know, the clean- fucking odds? Seriously, <laughs> only I an UGG. Only right? an UGG would get scratched right in the neck. Adjusting the sheet, and then I'm thinking it's the size of a pencil eraser. It's so small. It's a little nubbin. I don't have National Geographic nips. They're little. You know, they're just normal. I don't know. I mean, it's, but it was like, it's like when I walked by that dude and said, I hate you really loud into his ear and it wasn't right. even directed at him. It's like the timing just couldn't be more perfect. 
true. So I'm laying there and it, there's blood all over my sheet now. Oh my know? God. It was I mean, bleeding I, that bad? Yes. I'm telling you the nipple area that the skin is thin and Ow. sensitive. And all I could think was, God, you know, if, if it had ripped my nip off or something, I don't know. I mean, what would I have done? I mean, I would have to go to How a How do you surgeon. reattach a nipple? That's I would crazy. find a way. I don't know. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I read, I heard something. I don't even know where I heard this. It was a podcast I was listening to. Some dude had put his penis in a bottle and what? it got stuck. Why would you do that? Why does? Why do men put their penis in anything? God. Oh, first of all, oh, by the way, you win. Oh, <laughs> you, thank you. You yeah. totally win. Um, he stuck his penis in a bottle to, you know, do whatever he needed to do, which I can't even imagine that. Ugh, I don't get it. That sounds it, like a small dick. It got stuck. Well, it could have been a Mickey's big mouth. We don't know. Oh, got stuck. Went to the doctor. Had it removed. The blood supply had been cut off for so long that it died. His penis died. Ah. <laughs> they had to take it off. They had to remove it. I would it. have just gotten two hammers and just like lightly tapped around it until the glass broke. I was like, when I read that, I'm like, can you imagine? What a dummy. Going through all of that effort and, and you know, having your penis shrivel up and die on you. Would you have because- gone to the doctor or would you have just like gotten like a hammer and just broken as much glass as you could have i would have broke i i thought the same thing like why didn't he just get like even a freaking another glass or a bowl and just you know hit it like i just would have like laid it on like something hard and like just tapped the glass lightly just crack it and like keep shattering it i mean would you you rather cut it i mean would you rather have glass in your penis or have no penis at all have it shrivel up like a raisin put a piece of tape on top of it and then tap it so now he has no penis Nothing. What an idiot. Can what you? an idiot. That's it's the like, dumbest thing I've ever heard. In the Okay, first of all, what is wrong with some lube in your hand? If you want to feel strange, you know, go get a plastic bag or something. I mean, how desperate do you have to be to put your penis in a bl- in a glass bottle? Maybe it was plastic and it never indicated never indicated if it was glass or plastic cuz plastic would be kind of tough. But you could just cut it. I, you could just cut it with a razor. I, I have no words for why. That's... Well, I mean, I don't want to say that he deserves to lose his penis because I don't think anyone really deserves to, to, to have their penis. Oh, I think there's dumb... certain people who deserve No, no, I'm penis. not talking about criminals. I'm, okay. talking about, I'm talking about dumb people. I'm talking about people who think, oh, wouldn't it be fun to stick my dick in this? That kind of person doesn't really, I mean, they need to learn a lesson, but to lose your penis completely... Can you imagine looking down going, wow, my penis looks kind of weird today, and then having it just shrivel up and die? I don't know, Jamie. I I really have no words for people like that. I don't want to laugh. I feel sorry for this person. You know, boys, they're physical creatures. They just do everything. They don't care. They not I I'm and I'm speaking generally. I'm not speaking about all men. They just don't think things through sometimes. They're just like, I wonder what would happen if I did this. (laughs) Just it's like the same thing where I showed you I showed you (laughs) or you saw that video of that guy who decided to bite a lighter in half while having an open flame on the other. Like, why did he do that? The one dressed as Batman? Oh my god, I did see that. What a fool. You know what? Halloween brings out the morons, doesn't it? 
Speaking of Halloween, are yeah. your are is anyone in your house dressing up or what's going on? Well, I mean, I did not buy a new wig this year. I was so unimpressed with the choices this year for Halloween. You and have to get something. Try Amazon. Well, maybe. I mean, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to another Halloween store today, actually, um, because I do love wearing the wigs and I love taking pictures of myself in the wigs. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But I also have a, a mask that I bought last year. It is one of those Venetian masquerade ball type of masks. Oh, OK. And it's really glittery and it's really pretty. And I didn't wear it because I ended up going with the um, Game of Thrones wig last year. Oh, okay. so I might just do that. But it would feel weird not to have a wig on. So I might just go get some cool, like, bright blue or, you know, green wig and then wear the the mask. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. But we're handing out candy for sure because we've had a couple of families move into the neighborhood. So a lot of us have super bright lights and decorations so that the kids know they can come to our house safely. Well, that's good. So and I'm excited about that. I hope we get at least more than we did last year, which was like, well, you were there. We got like three. It was nothing. Did we come to your... Yeah, you we did. did. That's yeah, right. That's then, right. Because then we went to a neighborhood where there was actually kids and yeah, the kids scored. They did great. Yeah. Well, you just, you're just in such a odd little street that it's, right. I, I don't think most people would look to know that's where you guys are. So. Well, you know, it's one of those things where if the word got out that everybody handed out full-size bars or handed out, you know, the expensive candy then people would come to our to our neighborhood. Yeah, that's probably true. And the reality is, is that they do. We, they yeah. actually do. And it's a perfect place to take like little like five year olds because it's small. It's a court. It's fast in and out. And you're done in an hour and you're home. That's you know? true. It's that perfect. True. So if I had little kids, that's where we would be going. So Places is Malia like going to dress up or? I don't think so. She she all she really said was, well, I definitely want to do a uh, carve a pumpkin because I'm like, do we really want to even do that? Like I. I just don't have it in me this year. I just didn't feel like it. She's like, no, I want to do it. I'm like, you know what? You're 16. We're doing it. You know, I mean, yeah. who, who am I to say we're done doing that? You know, it, why not? So we're going to carve pumpkins this weekend and we'll put them out. And hopefully someday it'd be fun to have a costume party, like an adult costume party. Yeah, you know? that'd be great. You know, you know, where you can bring your couple you know bring couples and everybody can dress up and do the couple thing and all that well, you but could even i mean if you wanted you can even let the kids come in their costumes oh, oh well absolutely but it would just be fun to you know no one does those anymore then it's kind of it would be kind of retro and fun and cool so i think that maybe be a one blast. day yeah, yeah no, maybe next year good so yes. our kids um crystal well, you told me. oh well, crystal the 13 year old she decided that she did want to dress up so we got our good. costume she got good. She decided to go with like the little poodle skirt and oh, 50s. um yeah and it has like the scarf around her neck That's and everything cute. like that. So she's going to do that. I had an old pair of saddle shoes that I've had for like oh my god. Yeah. I want to say like almost 17 18 mm. years mm -hmm. that I got at Payless one year, but um <laughs> she's going to wear those. I think they're a little big on her, but she said she's still going to wear them. Olivia yeah. got her butterfly costume. Good. And then Ryan's still perfecting his tape, tape face, man. tape face costume. All right. Victor is probably not going to wear any, I mean not anything. I mean he's going to yeah, he's going to be naked, man. Um <laughs> No, is no, he going to be a soldier again? <laughs> no, actually cuz he doesn't have to work, so he's going oh. to just be <laughs> normal dad and then um 
There you go. I'm probably, I usually dress up, but I don't yeah. think I'm going to dress up this year. I, I probably just, like I said, I'll probably wind up doing some sort of mask, but I, I think keep, that would be cute. I keep thinking about that and I'm like, knowing me, I'm going to rub my eye or something like that. And it's going <laughs> to. What are you? I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted, mom. I'm, I'm tired, mom. I'm tired, tired butterfly mom on this eye and then the other face. <laughs> I'll just turn my face so that they that see me. That would be super funny. Well, hopefully all of you listeners out there have uh, your costumes ready and your candy ready to pass out. So uh, hopefully you'll have a good Halloween and uh, stay safe. Check your candy before you give it to your kids. (laughs) Yes, because razor blades are at an all-time high. (laughs) You never know. If anything looks iffy, just toss it out. Better to be safe than sorry. I do do that too. Just unwrap. You know, if anything looks remotely unwrapped, just dump it. Then we usually give the uh, the candy that didn't get passed out, and we just divvy it up between the kids. Mm-hmm. That's what oh. we do. And then yeah. just throw away the cheap candy. Nobody eats that. Nobody eats the pinata candy. We all know that was left over from your birthday party. And the bags of chips and the box of raisins. Get rid of that crap. Nobody Somebody, wants to eat that, Do too. you remember last year when someone handed out gluten-free fishy crackers yes it was stupid i don't like, know what did you not prepare you know did someone you gave out granola bars and i'm just oh like, my god they on. did <gasps> no, haven't had a raisin in a while haven't had the raisin situation and then you know what i really appreciate the people that go, get all martha stewart and hand out like popcorn balls that are you know individually wrapped with a beautiful little ribbon I, no one's gonna let their kid eat those I, Never. nothing homemade forget never it. it's cute and it's if you were having a party Absolutely, but you can't hand them out to strange children. If we knew who you were, maybe, but no. And even then, it depends on what your kitchen looks like. And I think we did get toothpaste one year, like the little, like, Oh, yes. We have absolutely received toothbrushes from the resident dentist. (laughs) You're right. Who has to make a stand. At our old house, we had the guy who had a bunch of uh, the vending machines. He always gave out potato chips, so... (laughs) <laughs> to snack on while you're walking like through the, the streets. Like the little snack machine potato yeah. chips. And so... Rip off. Victor likes Cheap. those. He would well, eat those, every, but... Of course, you walk, you're walk. you eating them while you're walking around because your kids are <laughs> right. eat those. That's true. It's like, oh, cool, snacks. Oh, yeah, so. you've got a bag of Doritos. Hey, awesome. maybe maybe Mabel down the street will give us a Capri Sun and we're set. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but... Uh, Anyways, well, thanks everybody for joining us this week. I uh, hope you have a happy Halloween. Stay safe. Watch out for those freaking clowns. Uh, Bring like a little, you know, baseball bat or, you know, stick or, yeah. you know, some sort of weaponry with you just to be safe. <laughs> yeah, some weaponry. Just, just, that's just my opinion. I'm just I, saying, hey, I'm you with know, you, man. I know everybody clown- thinks they're going to be happy go lucky, like, oh, we're just happy, you know, trick or treating, mm-hmm. everyone's happy and safe and everything. But, and then a clown comes out you know, of nowhere. And then a freaking clown breaks out and scares the shit out of everyone. If I saw a clown, I would be so killing them. It would, I wouldn't even need a weapon. Well, I'm just I would saying. be out of my mind. Homie, don't play that game. Not so. at all. Other than that, like Jamie said, thank you for the downloads. Thank you for uh, the Avon orders and the Amazon orders. We appreciate that. Keep them we coming. Yes. And uh, we look forward to the coming months with the uh, holidays. And uh, we want to spend them with you, friends. So I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.